2: Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Kaboom!
1: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last
4: remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse wow the clearing house of hot takes break free for something special the fifth hour with Ben
1: maller starts right now nine, 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 nine. in the air everywhere and a very good Saturday it is the 16th day of December as we are recording this podcast the Fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio. Cause five nights a week are not enough on the Ben Maller show. And we thank you for following the podcast. Tell a friend, give the gift of the podcast. Well, I can't think of a better gift that people would want Danny G than this podcast. And it doesn't cost you anything, but it comes from the heart. It comes from the heart. And, <laughs> and then when they slap you, And they treat you like, you know, you are Nurkic and they are Draymond Green. Um, You know, it's just it's their problem. It's not your problem. It's their problem.
4: Yeah, I have a couple of those Malheur Militia stickers left over. So what I'm going to do this Christmas is put those in the kids stockings and then on their iPhones, I'll send them a link to this podcast. And there you go. Christmas shopping finished.
1: And a family tradition is born. (laughs) <laughs> and what what a great family tradition. Yeah. Uh, and think, also
4: be voted worst dad of the year.
1: Yeah. No, no, I I, I think Koa will not say anything. Uh I think Koa <laughs> will be like this is great and this is wonderful. You uh, uh, thank you very much. He be- might barf though. He might barf. Look. That's uh, it's kid barf though. Uh so on this podcast we have the day the laughter died. Uh exciting. Where everybody knows your name, Gremlin Hunters, the Idiom of the Week, and back scratcher. So that is supposed to be all of the great content, but who knows? Maybe we won't get to all of that content, but that's the plan. The plan is to get to all of that stuff. But we'll begin with this. Hardiness is never a good thing. It's never a good thing. So on the Overnight Show, we do a segment on Fridays called Lame Jokes of the Week. I've been doing this for years, and listeners send in jokes. I get so many jokes I can't use because they're off-color jokes, and we got to be careful these days with all the wokesters who want to you know, get you. So we we don't use a lot of those, but we we use Lizzo jokes and Weed Man Hippie jokes. Those are the two jokes we use a lot. America's Favorite Hobo uh, added again. Um, so Weed Man Hippie is his name. If you missed the show on Friday... I do recommend going back and downloading Hour 3 because we got a big scoop in the middle of Hour 3. So if you didn't listen, let me give you the, the brief recap here, the condensed recap. Over the past month, I have been unable to get a hold of Weedman. Now He lives in Miami. We have a number for him. He has been the laugh track on the show. He used to be a regular caller, but now he's pretty much just the laugh track for lame jokes. And he got ejected. He got thrown out of his home in Miami, so he's living on the streets now. He's looking for a place, trying to get back into this program that'll give him a free place to to live. So he's down on his luck. But he he always answers my calls, and he he always wants to be on the show because he uses the listeners to try to get money. So as the laugh track for the show, we started to get a little concerned because he wasn't answering his phone. It was going right to voicemail. And then this week... A couple days ago, we call up his phone. I call up his phone and the phone has been completely disconnected. So this is a bad sign. So we had to activate the Mahler investigative arm. Yeah, we brought in the investigators to try to get to the bottom of this. Where was Weedman? And Dateline Detective Land, South Florida edition, the search for Billy. Because that's that's his name, Billy. He goes by the moniker Weedman. So I'll, I'll let you in behind the curtain here, and and this part is really we really no laugh and matter. Uh, we have people that call this show the overnight show, not this show. Nobody calls this show, but the people on the overnight show got people that are part of society where uh, sometimes they're alone, they don't have a lot of family, uh, they're down on their luck. Those kind of situations. So they find the ship, and they become part of our little family. And then sometimes we don't hear from them, we get concerned, and so we have to look. And the first place we look, we go right for the worst possible scenario. So yeah. we look at the – we go to the, the morgues uh, and try to figure out you know names of people that just died and see if we can find anybody. We have a lot of listeners there. Unfortunately, I have more people that are there than are probably listening now. But we we checked to see the recently dece- deceased. It's a sad reality. Now, fortunately, nobody by the name that we know, the real name, legal name of Weedman Hippie, uh, croaked. Nobody croaked by that name in South Florida that we could find. There were a number of people that met their untimely demise. they were not named the same name as Weedman. So then after that where do you think we move next Danny? Once we've gone through the the morgues to see who's died, where do we go now? Hospitals. No, we no, know, no with, we went police blotter. We okay. went police blotter because we were like, okay, so he's not dead. Oh, so you're thinking arrest before injury. Yeah, because if he's in the hospital his phone would still be working, we assume. Right. So we were like, if he's arrested, they might have done something. So we, yeah, mo- his
4: phone could be inside an evidence
1: bag. Exactly. So we moved to the police blotter and bullseye, ding, 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 ding. Uh, Koopa Loop uncovered through the police blotter that unfortunately, uh, the day the laughter died, but not Weedman, he did not die. Uh, our friend, Weedman Hippie, back on November 25th, was arrested in Miami Dade County. And his mugshot is all over the interweb now. And you might have seen it. Some of the, the fans of the show have found it. Oh, no. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, we Weedman Hippie, they, this is height, weight, age, uh, everything there. He was arrested on three charges. You want to hear the charges, Danny? Yeah, I would love to. All right. So, he was charged with. Tampering with physical evidence, attempted tampering with physical evidence. He was charged with cannabis possession. How appropriate is that? Weed Man Hippie was charged with cannabis possession, uh, 20 grams or less. Also, misdemeanor indecent exposure. That's Miami Beach, Sydney ordinance. Whoa. Yeah. So which of those do you think is the most serious charge? Decent exposure? that's what i thought but believe it or not that's not i, I was shocked that's they don't really care about that that's because i have is the bond the price of bond here the bond on indecent exposure is the lowest that's 500 bond
4: oh i guess they're used to lots of naked people running around the streets there
1: yeah oh sure south beach i mean you, you've been there i've been there sure. where it's uh it's quite the scene uh and cannabis that's shocking people are still getting arrested for this but uh, bond was a thousand the big one is the tampering with physical evidence that is a felony <laughs> he'sheman was he's facing a felony charge and that bond is five thousand dollars so in order for him to get out early and he he did have a court date on Friday yesterday so I don't know what happened with that I have not seen that posted anywhere but five thousand dollars bond for the Tampering with physical evidence, thousand dollar bond for cannabis and five hundred, so that's sixty five hundred dollars. He's got no money, other than a couple of bucks the government gives him every month because he's uh, that poor. So, uh, and he's gonna have a he's gonna have one of those lawyers that are court assigned, public defender. That's not gonna go well. So this is quite the mess. or our friend Weed Man Hippie, so we'll see what happens. And I guess if he goes to jail, that's where everybody knows his name, possibly, right? Maybe? I don't know. He's been arrested a few times.
0: Ben, I love you!
4: Our uh, holiday plans are going to slightly be better than Weedman's. We've talked about Disneyland on this podcast the past few weekends, uh, and usually when they come up in conversation, it's about the price, right? Yeah. So my better half, she always does this thing around this time of the year where she says, you know how tight money is right now? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, let's make it even tighter by planning a trip to Disneyland. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) So her big idea, all right, it'll cost less money if instead of doing gifts, we just do a Disneyland trip on Christmas. Wrong.
1: Oh, my God.
4: Not sure how much money it saved us, Big Ben, but we do have plans to go to the park on Christmas Day and I guess the day after that. So a two-day journey inside Walt Disney's dream come true. And his vision, of course, uh, was not $200 tickets for each person, but we paid that money. Now, how did my wifey get that money for the tickets? Rob (laughs) Banks. (laughs) She didn't rob banks. OnlyFans account. I don't know. No, no OnlyFans. Uh she didn't go back to her previous life in Las Vegas. Okay. Right. So girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead, she told me, All right, so she's a travel agent. She said, I'm gonna work the phones until I can't work the phones no more. Yeah, I guess got, <laughs> some, got some money here. And my part, Ben, of this trip, I'm gonna pay for all the food. All right, so that's going to be a hefty amount. Because here's um,
1: what you do. Here's what what you do. You just make a bunch of like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches (laughs) and put it in a locker. That's what. That's what.
4: (laughs) Yeah, some warm PBJ sandwiches in a Disneyland locker. I'm sure that'll go over great with the family.
1: Oh no, you just point out. Listen, uh, here's what we're eating today. Here's what's on the menu. You know. Yeah,
4: yeah. I wish it was that easy. So um, I'm going to have to budget quite a bit of money here. But she said, "Look, for me to get the ticket money." All I need from you each morning when you leave the school, go to the Starbucks and bring me. Here's a life hack, boys and girls. If you need a lot of energy, get a venti black iced tea.
3: Racist.
4: Um, <laughs> no water mango base. This is the potion. This is the power potion. If she gets one of these into her system, she could work the phones for hours, even with the baby on her hip. No, stop no.
1: How much does that cost is that a 15 dollar drink or something like that
4: thank god it's not uh it's a five i think it's 4.95 with a dollar tip that's six bucks okay Okay. um after,
1: after that you seize the day right right i go in
4: there ben this is now i guess like my fourth or fifth day in a row and the lady looks at me as i walk in and she says good morning daniel who me Whoa. And I'm like, no, they freaking know my name in here now. Yeah. I feel trapped now because I wasn't sure whether or not I should be leaving tips for this overpriced drink. And she's having like these little fake good morning conversations with me. So now
1: I feel obligated to leave a tip. No, they t- she guilted you into a tip.
4: Yeah. So I mean, on Friday... I was like, man, I got to give her at least $1 for each iced tea that I've had the past couple of days. So I gave her a crisp $5 bill. But this is what I don't like at these places, Ben. Instead of her taking it, I wanted her to have it. Instead of her putting it in her pocket, she put it in that stupid plastic cube.
1: Oh, yeah. I think they're they're forced to do that, aren't they? That's bullshit. I agree. I don't want
4: that money going to the other knuckleheads there behind the counter.
1: Right there with you. I mean, they, they, these companies have these policies. You can't take any money. Like I've I've told the story on the podcast before. I've lost my wallet. Somebody found my wallet at the grocery store, and I tried to give them some money, and they're like, "We can't take the money." I'm I want. How can you not take the money? I want to give you the money. I didn't know you're. Yeah. And, and I, I like the the worst we've talked about this is the 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 kiosk that you go to at the at, when you're checking out at the market, and you're the one that has to scan the groceries and all that. And then these motherfuckers at Target and Walmart and
4: places like that, they'll have like only one or two lanes open nowadays, even during the holidays. So they make you scan all your own items. They make you do all the work. And then you gotta stand in a line so they could check your receipt.
1: Yeah. And the funniest, if you if you go to like Walmart, so sometimes I'll go there and I'll just get like one item. And they still you have to have your, your receipt like checked. We're like what what is the point? You know, it's like there's like two things in my hand here. Am I really stealing a thing of bananas? Is that really my move here? Come on.
4: Now I gotta figure out how to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for food. I'm doing the Maller math in my head already. I think I'm gonna need for two days, family of five. I think I'm gonna need at least five hundred dollars for the food.
1: And snacks, I think over five hundred. Yeah, I think you're right. Over Damn it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to take the over on that. Oh, man. Are you going to
4: give them a budget every day? Yeah, because every parent knows your kids are going to drive you up a wall, as my mom used to say. Can I have this? Can I have that? So what you do is you tell them, you have this little budget. Don't ask for anything. Here's your allowance for the day. Now shut up and have fun. <laughs> I guess Cole's got his own
1: own food. Doesn't need to worry about that. But thank God he nurses for free. There you go. You got you're saving some money on that. Just wait a few years, and uh, it's it's over. Uh, we have uh, what do we have here? Is this yeah? Eeny meeny my oh! I this story I wanted to tell this story briefly on the the pod. Gremlin hunters. So as you know, ever since if you listen to the the radio show, which I assume you do because you're listening to this show, and uh, you're you're hanging out with us. So since COVID, we have had a hybrid schedule. Now for two years, we just—I did the show from home. We didn't—I never went to the studio. But within the last year, I go in usually three days a week, sometimes less, sometimes more. Depends on my schedule. But it's a hybrid, so I'm at home some of the time. I have a home studio, and then I go into work. If you, let me talk about it, it's kind of odd. so. Every once in a while, I'll be doing the show from home. And uh, everything goes to hell. The thingamajig stops working. The whatchamacallit can't fix the thingamajig. And the gizmo not lighten up. And I get off. I get, I get knocked off the air. The broadcast line I use goes down. And it has happened several times, more than I would like. And so I did raise holy hell for a while to try to get a backup line so this would never happen again. There is a way to do it where it'll never happen. Ingenuity, uh, and I, I did get a little pushback. I'm not going to lie; you know, I don't want to go inside radio, but I did get a little pushback. So then, I had a big broadcast line go down situation a couple weeks ago, where I had to like drive in. It was, I think, Thanksgiving week, if I remember, because Iowa Sam was gone, so we had Mark was the engineer. And it was a big mess, and so I, uh, of course, then complained some more. And uh, the good news is uh, they have provided me, Danny, with a backup line. So the Gremlin Hunters have one yeah. battle. In fact, you—I actually—you probably heard me. Yeah,
4: with, I heard you testing the line while I was on the air with Covino and Rich.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I had to get up early, which I'm not normally up at that time. And our head engineer. Uh, very fine gentleman named Curis, Uh And he, oh, he's a joy. He loves his job. Yes, he does. Uh, absolutely. And so Kyrus, uh, he told me what I needed to get. And the, the, uh, he sent me a few items, which I was shocked at, that I needed just a few things for the backup line. Now, my hope is I never use this line. My goal is to never use this line. Because now that I need it, I'll probably never use it, right? Isn't that the rule? Like if you don't if you think you need something yeah. and you get it, you'll never use it.
4: Now, I don't want to go too technical or anything, but do you have any idea how this backup line works?
1: Uh, a little bit. It's not actually that difficult. It's it's not that complex. It's uh I don't get too much into how it how exactly it works, but it's uh you know, it's 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 it's
4: like it's, hardwired in.
1: Uh, yeah. So you can use, uh, a, a, a line, uh, w- most of our connections are internet based now. So this is not internet based. This is something you can, you can use the internet, but it's
4: got you. This just like your personal bat,
1: bat phone into the network. Yeah. I was telling, I was telling the wife, I was like, you know, we could probably use this like anywhere because it doesn't need internet. So I could like go as long as I have some kind of telephone connection, I can get anywhere. And do the show, so like man, start traveling.
2: Left join at Albuquerque.
1: I did have somebody mention there's a great crunchy taco place. Now that I mentioned, I want to do a food review. Danny, the guy's like, oh yeah, there's a place you gotta go. I got all these emails from people that used to either are in L.A. or used to live in L.A. They're like, you gotta go here. They got the greatest, you know, so and so and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll see what's going on.
3: visit livenation.com/concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul 41, 30 seconds to mars oh and 2 door cinema club uh,
1: the idiom of the week the idiom of the week kind of food related here spill the beans spill the beans the idiom of the week and uh, this actually dates back to ancient greece and they they're trying they're trying to figure out exactly where they, they, what the the working hypothesis on this, from what I was able to uncover on the interweb, the term "spill the beans," which is like, well, what is it, what is this all about? It goes back to ancient Greece, and it supposedly derives from the council members in ancient Greece. The way they did the election, everyone that voted used they used white beans for yes. That's racist. They used black or brown beans for no when they they did a vote. And so they would put the beans in a jar. And when everyone had voted at this council in ancient Greece, everyone's voting. And then they would spill the beans in order to figure out who got all the yes votes and who won. So that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That's awesome. I was like, wow, that's a really interesting origin. I wonder when they stopped using beans. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. But uh, the, the use of the verb spill, as in divulge or let out, that's been around since the 1500s. So long, long ago, long, long ago. So the idiom of the week. Spill the beans, which is disclose a secret or reveal something which goes all the way back. When you're saying that, you're honoring ancient Greece elections, council member elections, where the council members would vote with beans. And that is the idiom of the week. Uh, I'll have a little foodie fun. We'll we'll get out on foodie fun. There's actually one story I I really wanted to get to, and that involves, I love ripoff items that you can make it home that are just as good as the product that you spend a shitload of money on. Yeah,
4: I still want to try your round table ripoff.
1: Oh, I love the round table. I can send that to you. Uh, this is, do you like McDonald's fries? Do you like the McDonald's oh, fries? Don't eat them
4: often because I know how salty and bad they are for you. But as a treat once in a while, probably once every six months, those are delicious when they're hot and fresh.
1: Oh, they're wonderful. Did you know you can actually make the McDonald's fries at home? A McDonald's, a former McDonald's executive, corporate chef. This we talked about this guy before because he's he spilled literally spilled the beans, Danny, as we just said uh, on. is that guy in Chicago. Yeah, the guy's in, he's like a YouTuber guy now. He's the guy that told us the Big Mac sa- uh, sauce you can get at Walmart. Well, you can also get McDonald's French fries at Walmart. Say what? Yeah, the uh, here's what he said. The former McDonald's executive said you purchase Walmart frozen great value thin cut french fried potatoes. He says the ingredients are almost identical to McDonald's french fries. The key here is how you cook the fries to get them to taste like McDonald's fries. And he goes point by point this guy. And he said the oil you use is very important for the, for the fryer. Uh, you have to cook these in small batches. But the key, he said, is McDonald's adds beef flavoring to their oil blend to cook the fries. So to, in order to mimic that, uh, this guy who used, who used to be a big shot at McDonald's said you have to add about two tablespoons of beef tallow for every cup of oil. Uh, and if you if you do that, he says you rec- he recommends you cook the fries at 360 to 370 degrees and uh, about two minutes, cook the fries for about two minutes. And he says that you'll get McDonald's fries. Uh, and, he, you know, just kick you have to cook them in small batches. He said they're, they're very efficient. And uh, you just stop whenever you get the color you want of the fries. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we, he also, among other items, he pointed out that at Aldi, you ever been to Aldi? You
4: yeah, know? I actually was at one just a couple of weeks ago.
1: I like Aldi, but I hate that you have to put quarters in to get your shopping cart. I don't like that. But uh, they, they said Seasons Choice Hash Brown Patties are the closest match on the market if you like McDonald's hash browns.
4: Oh, those things are greasy and deep fried. Gross. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, he also said uh, the Walmart Great Value Fully Cooked Original Pork Sausage Patties uh, is is the the closest to the McDonald's product. And we mentioned the Big Mac Big Mac sauce, which is secret sauce at at Walmart. So this guy's a goldmine. Now, I do love my McDonald's fries, like most people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, you know I'm gonna buy this. I'm at Walmart. I'm gonna buy a bag of these things. Is what I'm gonna do.
4: Uh, and my, the next time we visit the Mallor mansion, uh, I am going to request round table knockoff pizza and McDonald's knockoff
1: fries. Yeah. So here's the thing on the on the the round table pizza. The round table pizza is pretty good, but I have absolutely nailed the garlic parmesan twist. That uh-huh. is that is as good the version I make is as good as the round table version. So do you I'll do I'll, the marinara I'll, sauce to dip them in. Yeah, we'll do the marinara. I will make those for you, Danny, and uh, your your lovely wife there, and uh Koa can have some if he, you know, he can't eat right now, but but uh yeah. We'll, we'll have you. Over. I'll make some of those. Those are those if are really- You
4: have any apples, Ben? He'll chew on those. The very first uh solid human food that Koa tried this past week, he had his first apple. I mean, obviously he didn't chew on it, but he did suck on the apple core.
1: Maybe you can suck on it, and that'll make it better.
4: And any time my wife, he took it away from him, he screamed and cried, which means he liked it. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. And, and- so, apple is the first thing we've introduced them to. Um, yeah, obviously, you got to go one thing at a time to make sure they're not allergic to it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you got to put that in the baby book.
1: The first thing you ever oh. your
4: food apple apple core. Check next yeah. on the list. Chocolate.
1: Oh, Yeah. That's the move.
4: Uh, m- maybe
1: you should have started with the vegetables, though, right? Maybe you started with the vegetables. No? Yeah,
4: we'll see if he likes the fudge bar from
1: Costco. Oh, of course. Come on, please. Uh, I think, you know, there were some other foodie stories. It's like new items. I don't know if you're interested in the new items at uh, Wendy's and Starbucks and Taco Bell and places like that. I did see McDonald's launched a new McRib Deluxe sandwich in Australia. What the hell is a deluxe McRib? I don't I don't quite get that. Uh, there's going to be gluten-free golden Oreo cookies. I don't know that, that we need that. Uh, but let's say uh, anyway. There's a, there's a, a few new items here and there. Mc, uh, Wendy's offering a one cent small Coca Cola drink as part of some promotion they're doing uh coming up here and uh I think we're a little late so we'll get out on uh, that I did see Doritos made an alcoholic liquor that tastes like a cheesy di- a cheesy chip what that c- that could be dangerous too like you
4: yeah yeah because those are once you open a bag of those you, it's hard to stop eating them so yeah drink yourself into a stupor
1: All right, it is Saturday. We put the baby to bed here. Danny, what do you got going on here on a Saturday? I know Benny versus the penny will be on all over the place again today. So check your local TV listings for that. What do you got going on?
4: A day of rest after producing this fine podcast. I'm going to go back to sleep and catch up on some Z's and try to take it easy, man, before we have a busy Sunday with the mailbag
1: mailbag we get the mailbag we'll also have pop goes the culture on Sunday have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk to you tomorrow tomorrow tomorrow
4: pasta pasta bye Felicia.
1: hey hey hey
4: before I let you go
0: Tin tinderoni tips In a bit of a
4: dry spell, Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If
2: you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call.
1: As Cinderoni tips from Danny G Radio, a man who is very active in the dating scene, an expert, Uh, We will be interactive as well, so if you're on hold, stay there. And we're going to take as many calls as we can. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, Danny G will give you his wisdom. All right, we'll start with an email. Uh, This comes to us from Fat Guy in the 619. Okay. And uh, he says, Danny, I have been talking to this woman for about two and a half months after a buddy introduced us to each other. We have been talking over the phone, messaging, FaceTiming each other. I'm 25, she's 34. The age does not bug me, this guy says. It's a fact. She lives in Texas, I'm in California, and she's coming to California to see me uh, for vacation on the 25th of the month. She recently threw a curveball at me, this guy writes, and told me she's uh, she's a trust fund baby. What? about that? And her grandfather was the VP of a Dow Jones investment company. And also, but this is long, this email. Uh, Keep them shorter. Also, she said that if she gets married before she turns 35 in September, that she gets $6 million added to her X amount of money she's already guaranteed.
4: Cha-ching, cha-ching.
1: Yeah, I thought she was a huge liar, but I asked my friend that hooked me up and everything checked out. So with that being said, here's the question. Danny G Radio, I need tips on how on not screwing myself when she comes <laughs> to me. And uh, what should I and what should I do and what shouldn't I do? Appreciate any tips and suggestions from you and the crew.
4: Wow, if we could all have such problems, right? Yeah. That's a good email. Um well, first thing I would say, once you do if things go well and after this advice, I'm sure things will go well. Uh, the Ben Maller Show would like to broadcast live from Maui, so if you could hook that from up, Maui. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's. Uh, I, I think because she has money, you know, and I, and I know something about this. I, I was with a woman for five years who made way more money. So you you gotta pay attention to the small things, right? Women love the little things. So the things that are free, good sense of humor, sensitivity, being a gentleman—that doesn't cost anything. Mono. <laughs> stay away from that one. What if
1: you're not funny, though? <laughs> no. what, if you're, what if you're not funny? Uh, or, uh, you z- know, yeah. Yeah, there's a way to
4: make a, a woman giggle at dinner. You just, yeah. You, yeah, pay attention. Pay attention. Also, okay. stay stay away from discussing each other's finances. They're fat. Was it fat guy in the 619?
1: Uh, yeah, fat guy 619.
4: Okay, yeah. uh, over time, show her that you're responsible with your money, okay? Because uh, she's going to see that you're fun but mature and motivated when she sees that's the kind of person you are you'll be in Paris with her trust me alright yeah. so good, all right. good luck that's
1: uh, good advice my advice take her to Vegas and get married right away before she <laughs> changes her mind that's my advice alright let's go to Matt in Minnesota it's a new feature on the show a Danny G radio here tinderoni tips with our buddy Danny G Matt in Minnesota hey guys how's it going alright buddy what's up talk to me what's your question
0: Alright, uh, my wife and I are having our first anniversary coming up here at the end of May She's not really a flower or a fancy dinner type of girl What's your advice for something to do for our anniversary?
4: For a first anniversary, wedding anniversary? Yep Okay. Uh, you gotta do a weekend away You guys got kids?
0: Uh, we got one three year old and one on the way
4: Alright, you have family to babysit? Yep Okay, Get a sitter, do a weekend away, surprise her Don't let her know where you're taking her pay attention to detail on this one from the moment the weekend starts to the moment the weekend finishes make it super romantic plan it so good don't let her on to anything that you're you're uh, you're doing don't don't let her not you don't have to blindfold her cuz you're not going to put her in the trunk Right, but, yeah,
1: but <laughs> well, that's good advice. Yeah, don't put her in the trunk.
4: Yeah, don't but handcuff that, her and put her in the trunk. Women yeah. love surprises, Big Ben. Yeah, all right. Key in on on a surprise uh, getaway weekend for her. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, go There you go. All right, Matt. There you go. The Matt in Minnesota. He's the Casanova of the Ben Maller Show, Danny G Radio. Blind Scott writes in. He says, uh, w- "What would you do? Or would you do? What would you do if the ladies are more interested in your dog?" <laughs> How about that? Uh, it's a Blind Scott, and what's it? Kramer, the dog Kramer. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah,
4: Blind Scott. That's why I roll with pussy cats. Hello. Yeah, because yeah. if you're if you're a cat guy, then right away girls think that you have a a sensitive side that dog dudes don't have. So, but but he doesn't have a choice, right? Because it's a service dog. But, yeah.
1: you, but no, I think it's a good thing, though. I mean, because they come to you to look at yeah. the dog, and then you're there. You also, know? also, if they
4: see you giving the dog treats and treating the dog like it's your only son, Blind Scott, then they're gonna they are going to they will give you the oh so cute. So use the dog to your advantage.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. The, the dog is a weapon. The For dog sure. is a weapon. I know, guys. I when I was back in the back in the day, I knew guys that had dogs that hated dogs, but they knew when they went to the park if they had the proper dog that it was like a magnet, and the women would come over there and do that. Let's take another call. Alex is in SoCal. It is Hello. our man Danny G. That's you, Alex. It's Tinderoni Tips with Danny G. What's going on, Alex? You're on Fox Sports Radio.
0: What's up, bro? How you doing? Yeah,
4: yeah, Hey, man, I got a question. <laughs> yes. Actually, I need some help. All
1: right.
0: Me and my wife have been together for 10 years now. only problem is we have seven kids. What? It's you your
1: last night? name, Cromartie. Man, you have been productive, my man. How about... You got a lot of testosterone, my man. How about that? All right. Yes, what's, your, what's your question? I need... I
4: need, how, how, I need you guys to have day night with my wife.
1: All right. Uh... How to have a date night? Yeah, another date night question, Danny. A lot of people want that. The date night—it's not an anniversary though. He's got seven kids. Hard to find a babysitter for seven kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Split it (laughs) up, baby. Break them up all the
4: time. Tell us the age range. How how old is the youngest? Five. Five years old. And the oldest?
0: Eleven.
4: 11. Uh, uh, I would give the 11-year-old 50 bucks and call it a night.
1: No, come on, man. You can't have an 11-year-old watch. No, yeah, what kind can. of advice is that? No, yeah, come on, can. man. What are You You That's can't do 11... that. You're getting in trouble, no, man. That like, house
4: will burn down. What are you talking my about? My mom used to call me the human remote control. <laughs> yeah. That's what kids are for.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have family? I mean, got to be. You got to have a lot of family. You gotta. You're gonna have to get like two sets of family. I would think, right? You gotta like drop four here, three there. Bam, bam. Yeah, right.
4: I think what you need is a babysitting team. So you're gonna have to save up a little bit. You're gonna have. To, you're gonna have to hire two babysitters for this job.
0: That, that, that's the problem. I got to spend a hundred bucks, fifty dollars at one house for dinner, and fifty dollars
4: another house for dinner. Then I got to pay for dinner when I take yeah. my wife out. You got to do it, man. Love is expensive. How about you? T- do
1: how about you tell your wife? Listen, we uh, we eat too much. Let's just go out and walk around. Uh, we'll just go. <laughs> we'll go out. We'll walk around a little
0: bit. <laughs> that's, that's not enjoyable.
1: I know, man. Take, was- her, to, take her to wine tasting, yeah.
4: and you can eat crackers. Yeah, but then she's gonna get drunk and, and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: no.
1: are, are you? I gotta let you go, man. Seven. That's good luck, Alex. Man, I, I guess I don't know what. He said the eleven-year-old should just babysit. Uh, Bob Gary, you got a question? <laughs> here? I got a
3: question here. Big Ben coming in on Twitter. We'll do it really quickly here.
4: George on Twitter, he says, "Awesome segment, Danny G." I need four tinderonis for this Labor Day weekend hashtag laid this weekend in ten seconds or less. Oh what's your advice for George on Twitter? <sighs> Protein,
1: lots of it, lots of it, <laughs> and a nap. <laughs> Wasn't he going to have to just be on there nonstop swiping? Yeah. I mean,
4: it's, uh, the- and don't even bother swiping. Just hit the green X, yeah, yeah. Green, 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 over green, and,
0: green, and over green. and over and over again.